Thank you for tuning into the Martial Arts Podcast Show. The speaker we have today is not so much a guest but part of the team. Sai has been training for close to two decades in martial arts, primarily in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Sai has also trained in Muay Thai and Judo. Sai has progressed his journey to Black Belt and is currently an instructor for the art. Thank you for sharing with us today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yep. So um, today for the Road to Black Belt episode, we're trying to look into um, any challenges that you had in the journey of reaching Black Belt level. So uh, maybe we'll have to rewind a little bit back to the early stage when you first did martial arts um, close to two decades ago, like 17, 18 years ago. How... uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was the first one that you started with. Did you try out any other martial arts as well? Yeah. Um, well, I started off with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I started training in 2004. Um, and uh, I've been training uh, for about, say, five years. And then I, uh, along with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I, I started to cross-train with uh, Judo uh, and also Muay Thai. Um, those two martial arts, judo and muay thai, I've been training for about seven years, I think, in each one. Uh, and then I started to focus more on Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, uh, until now. So when you did um, muay thai and you did Brazilian jiu-jitsu and you did judo, you, did you stop and you do you tried out different modules or, or did you stick with one and then just move it across? Uh, no, I train them all uh, simultaneously. So um, it'll be like uh, my, my, I used to train uh, five, six days a week. Uh, within each day, I trained maybe two martial arts. So it would be something like Monday, I train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Then Tuesday, I train Muay Thai. And then after Muay Thai, I train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Wednesday, Judo. And then Jiu Jitsu. Thursday, Jiu Jitsu. Friday, Jiu Jitsu. And Saturday, Muay Thai would be something like that. Um, That's very so, packed schedule. So yeah. I think university and work time was practically the recovery time. That, that yes. was the recovery time. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have much free time after, after work. It's work and then go training. Oh, I'm sure it was a t- time well spent. So when, when you first started and, and, and you, you, did the, you obtained the blue belt, uh, from the white, was that? Did you find that as being one of the harder stages, or or was that the? Did you, would you say that's more foundation, uh, quite easier than it got harder gradually? Um, the thing about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is that um, there's only five belts until you reach the black belt. So so there's not many belts involved, and each belt is actually uh, quite hard to achieve. Uh, it takes minimum. Uh, about two years per belt um, and that's training say three three four days a week um, so e- each belt has its own difficulties I wouldn't say one belt is easier than the other they're all just as difficult as you um, progress to black and you didn't do any of the kid belts obviously because you, you started as an adult so you went yeah, straight from right. white to blue yeah. that's right yeah I, I trained uh, I started off as white belt um, and then after about, I think maybe two years and I got my blue belt after blue belt, I was, uh, uh, about four years to reach the purple 
Um, and then purple was like another two years to brown, brown another, I think, four years um, as a brown. And then I got my black belt and I've been black belt since. Okay. So when you, um, the transition from the, for, for beginners out there, the transitions be- between the white belt to the blue belt, uh, being the f- you could kind of say the blue belt is the first belt you, 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 you accomplish would would that be um at the stage where you're comfortable on the ground and you know how to maneuver you know how to move or or is it a lot more basic than that um it's still uh basic um but you know how to survive white well white belt is mainly um can you do the basic movement can you can you escape can you um uh perform uh the basic submission arm lock, uh, chokes, can you sweep an opponent? Um, and if, if you can just do a few of those and also survive against the uh, higher ranks, um, that, that's mainly what you have to do as a, as a white belt. And then when you, by the time you reach the blue belt, you should have a good uh, foundation uh, of uh, posture, of movement um, to progress further. And then from the blue belt to the purple belt uh what would you say are the main fundamental differences or 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 part of the criteria that you really have to fulfill um i would say probably by the time you reach to to from blue to purple um that is quite a big jump in my opinion because uh from by the time you reach to purple you pretty much know the majority of the moves, say like 70 to 80% of the moves, uh, as in the, the, the basic moves and how to uh, escape and, and perform a submission. Uh, by the time you reach the purple, I would say you probably need to know uh, a, a lot more on, on the sweeps um, and, and submission. So when you did the blue belt, um, was it still mostly starting from the ground then? So the sweeps would be migrating to the standing position. Yeah, so uh, so in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, we, we focus mainly on um, the groundwork. So at my school, uh, we all started on on the ground. Um, we did had we did have uh, some. Um, uh, uh, we do train stand up for throwing, um, uh, for for takedowns, um, and that's when I actually. When, when, I, when I wanted to progress further on the takedown, that's when I started to, to train, cross-train in judo, because judo is a, a lot better um, at throwing. And I mean, that's its, its main sport. So that's why I cross-trained to judo. They start the match on the feet, right? In judo? In Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, judo, yes. Judo, you yeah. start on your so feet. So that really helps with that sweep and throwing part, the takedown part. Yes, yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Did you, did you go for belts in judo then, or was judo just like side training no judo was side training for me uh, i wasn't i wasn't focused on 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 that in in so uh in terms of like belts uh, my focus was always brazilian jiu-jitsu and i just supplemented the training with judo and muay thai okay so back on the track from purple belt to brown belt uh, what does it take from for for people on purple belt what would it take to to move to the next level the brown um, it's pretty much doing 
the same thing again when you're when you're at purple belt, but just doing it better. Um, each belt is obviously doing what you, you you had done before, but even better, performing more uh, submissions. Um, you have a, a lot more of the sequence. You know the sequence of the um, of it, like a, a submission, and then if they counter, you know what to do next, and and so forth. So it's really doing a lot of things uh, more um, and applying more, uh, but going for more um, sub- submissions than sweeps. So. When you move from uh, purple belt to black belt, which is um, for a lot of people would be the ultimate level, uh, and and really to qualify or or have like the maximal sense of accomplishment, uh, even though every every belt you you have a massive it's it's a lot of work and it's a big achievement for every belt. But for a lot of people out there who, who are not f- familiar with martial arts, they see black belt as the main license uh what would it take between a brown belt and a black belt um it's really pulling everything together everything that you learn from white to brown so it'll be all the uh, the es- escapes the uh, the sweeps the submissions um pulling them all together having a lot of uh having a, a better strategy um so you know if you try to do one move and you know they're going to do like a counter you know what to do from there um it's really doing everything again a lot better and adding a few more uh techniques and strategy involved and it took over a decade to to accomplish black belt or was it a little bit longer than that uh, it, it normally takes um, approximately a decade to do that. On average, that's what most people um, uh, it takes to achieve black belt. Um, I It took me uh, 14 years instead. That's really good. And uh, once you achieve a black belt type level, does that inspire you to teach and help the community? I know uh, in BJJ classes, when you go in, uh, you, you have a lot of close t- guidance and close teaching from the teacher of that class but you also get a lot of help from um older students there older students or more experienced students there so they, they always promote that teaching culture so when you become a black belt does that kind of give you a bit of a mission statement to go out there and teach oh by by the time you're you're black belt really you're just uh that's the start of your training you know all the basics um uh, you know the basic uh, escapes again, sweeps and submissions, and then it's your real journey from black belts into learning uh, what jiu-jitsu really is. Um, uh, in in a, in a normal class for for Brazilian jiu-jitsu, everyone helps everyone. It's it's like a it's like a family. Um, all the higher belts will help the lower belts if they're doing it wrong or if they ask questions. Um, uh, as a black belt, I always. Um, I always love teaching. I always like um, like to help uh, other people in the class if they have a problem uh, with the techniques or anything like that. That's the thing with BJJ. So when you go into rolling and you're a complete noob, you're a complete white belt beginner, you go in uh, and on the rolling session, you're actually a lot safer with the with someone who's a, a bit more senior of a belt than you because they, they tend to look after you and you get a bit more of a flow roll. So um, I think it's usually the, the, the belt... The, the more experienced one they get they get injured easier by getting like a finger jab to the eye when when people are just panic and they throw everything out there so i think you're actually safer as a beginner when you roll with someone experienced yes definitely definitely 
Um, if you get two newbie white belts coming, they don't know what to do, and they just rely on uh, their own athleticism, uh, their own stamina to try to beat the other person. Um, so they just do anything, and they could be doing the wrong thing. Uh, and if you do the wrong thing, you cause injuries. Um, yeah, so, yeah, if you just train with the, the higher belts, they will help guide you. Um, they will know where you're going wrong as well, and they'll give you nice advice of what you can do to improve after the role. So when you did um, uh, grading and, and competitions in between as well, uh, was competitions mandatory? Was that something that you had to do, or is it different in every club culture? Uh, it, it's different. Um, so uh, when I was training, BJJ wasn't wasn't very popular in in the UK. It was still relatively new. Um, so to get to the next belt, or, or, or the, the 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 instructor always try to uh, motivate you and try to uh, encourage you to do uh, competitions. Um, the more competition you do, you're competing against other people, your belt, your, your rank, your, your age category, weight, um, is also a good way of getting promoted, promoted to higher, uh, quicker, um, if you go the competition route. Um, nowadays, there's a lot of people competing, but there's also a lot of people who just want to train jujitsu. They don't want to compete, and that's also fine. Um, so competition, it does help in the progress, um, but you don't have to compete. Because I feel like if you, for, for such a competitive sport, without having any um, competitive uh, or competition experience, you, you, don't, you might not get the full pressure. The, the pressure and you, you're kind of in a mini program because you'll be going to the same classes but with a different mindset and with a target in mind and I think that your club would actually know that and with the experience in competing uh, you get put under different type of pressure to normal training right so that pressure kind of helps you grow and face the challenges or you, you might win or you might lose but the, the actual competing part will, will just develop your skills a lot more yeah, that, that's right. Um, it could help you grow, but um, also when when it is different type of pressure, it's a different strategy. When you go to class and you roll versus you go to competition and you compete to win that match, um, they're completely different. The strategy is completely different. Uh, in a competition, you're more nervous. Um, you don't want to do the wrong move, so you uh, you stall quite a lot. Um, there's people watching you. There's all this peer pressure. So it, it's different. I mean, some people like it. Some people don't. Um, uh, it's a good way. Comp- competition is a good way to see what level you are against other people um, around, the, around the country. Would you say um, that's the fun part of the sport? Or uh, did you have any uh, funny experiences when you were competing or grading? Um, fun, I mean... I'm not really a competitive person, so my my the bit I enjoy most is the training class where it's much more relaxed. And I find when I'm more relaxed, uh, and and then I roll, I'm actually trying to do the technique rather than in a competition when I'm like um, can't afford to be creative. Yeah, you 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 do the most basic gain, the most basic guard pass. Um, you're nervous, you, you tense up too much and you, you just lose energy. 
um, and also the um, the preparation for competition. If you're overweight or you just just on the borderline, you have to diet as well, <laughs> which isn't a nice thing. Okay. Uh, what was the most fun part that you had in in competition then, or was it not very fun? Was it more high pressure and you're nervous? Um. The fun part in competition, I guess, um, it's, it's really, if, if you have a team that competes with you, so you have several teammates who comes with you and they support you, that, that is nice. That's very fun. Like, um, they all support you. They're all trying to give you advice. And you're there as a unit, as a team. As it's good morale and everything. Um, in competition also, you get to meet new people, uh, people you haven't met before. They could You could be living south of england you meet someone from north of england uh, and you get on um yeah so so meeting new people and going as a team those are the two um, good things about competition on, on that note you actually travel to brazil as well isn't it so like the holy land of brazilian jiu-jitsu that's right yes i i, I uh traveled to uh, rio de, de janeiro um i was there for uh oof, about two months i think i was there for um i was training training every single day it was fantastic monday to friday twice a day every day you wake up in the morning you go training then you go have your breakfast after then you go to the beach and then you have a little nap and then you go back to training again then you go for dinner and then you sleep and you repeat the same thing again five days a week two months is a really serious time it's a really committed uh training period yeah, it's, it's fantastic though. You, you'll love it. We go to, I, I would advise anyone who, who ever trains Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, just go out to Brazil and just uh, experience how they teach their lifestyle and you'll love it. Do you have a lot of yoga sessions? Because like, when you say the beach, the first thing I picture is doing all those stretches you see uh, before, before doing the actual training. There's a lot, lot of time invested in stretching, warming up. Um, in the warm up, uh, there's a, f- a few stretches. It isn't like a, a yoga class where you you stretch and you, you're in those poses for a long time. It, it isn't like that. Uh, it's it's really like a five ten minute stretch, a warm up. Um, you, you do the techniques, uh, two or three techniques. You do that for another fifteen to twenty minutes, and then the remaining remaining time of the class, you just spar. Um, the, the good thing about Brazil is um, there's a lot of black belts out there. So in one class, you'll get like a minimum of 10 black belts always training. So when I went, I always was fighting black belts. Um, and it's fantastic. They all, they all gave me pointers. They all told me um, what I can do, what I can improve. And it, it's fantastic. It changed my perspective because most people see at uh, the final level as the black belt, like the ultimate level. But when you say it, it's the start of the journey, not the end of it, it just changes your perspective completely. There's so much more to, to the sport. Uh, you could dedicate a whole lifetime. And, and if black belt's a starting, starting point, um, from a form, formal level, how many um, senior bandings do you get after black belt? Right, so... Um... When you reach black belt, then after that, um, you have these degrees. So you have these white tags onto your belt, uh, which we call degrees. Other martial arts call them dans. Dans. Yeah. Um, so the first three dans, 
you normally achieve that once every uh, one dan every three years. So by the time you're you train you're black belt for nine years, you you'll be three stripes, uh, three dan. Um, and then the four, fifth, and sixth stripes, um, that is I think it's every five years apart for the four, fifth, and sixth. Um, the five years apart for each, so there's an, another 15 years there. Um, and then the uh, seventh and eighth dan, I believe that's another seven years in between each 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 da, uh, each rank. Um, and then then ninth is the final one where you're the red belt. Um, there is a tenth dan, but the tenth dan is only for the founders of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, so people like um, Kilio Gracie, Carlos Gracie, they're the founding of uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, so they're, only, they're the one who, who wears the 10th tenth, um, tenth dan. So when you um, achieve uh, a black belt and you're into the more senior bandings, I, I do hear the term coral being used. I presume coral is that orangey, reddish. So is that kind of red? You don't have a red belt, but it'd be like a red banding, more senior banding. Yeah, so a, a coral belt is basically you're you're the master of jujitsu. Um, a coral belt is actually a black and red belt. Um, so that's what so that's what coral is. It's uh, different colours, but it's black and red. Um, and that's that is for the seventh and eighth um, dans. Um, and then after that, when you're when you're actually the red belt, the ninth the ninth degree, the red belt, that's when you've been called the grandmaster. Um, oh wow. The grandmaster, yes, really. Um, so when you get to these senior positions, you have uh, a responsibility to teach them as part of the curriculum. Yeah. So um, when you're a black belt, um, uh, it, it is normally if you teach. So you can be still a competitor at a black belt, um, but normally um, uh, most um, practitioners end up becoming teachers. Uh, professors so um they just climb up the rank that way by teaching you, you to, to reach to like say a coral coral belt um you have to um uh, like contributed that's i think that's good i guess that's the right word the contribute to the community and yeah contribute and help, to the community, the, help the community the, as well. yeah so i guess that's for um yeah i guess that's from coral belt by the time you reach coral belt and and grandmaster level, you've contributed a lot to jujitsu uh, by teaching, by spreading the knowledge. Um, yeah, I guess it's that really. So yeah. um, Brazilian jujitsu is a lot about community. It's really not a sport that you can do yourself on a mountain, the side of a temple, like those 80s kickboxer movies. It's something that you really have to do as part of a team. Yes, of course. Um, uh, I mean, when you're sparring against someone, you need someone else, you need a training partner. Um, and the more you have, the more people you get to, to spar against with um, and get to try out different moves. Everyone ha are unique. They have their own um, style. So the bigger the team, the, the more variety of people you get to try out Jiu-Jitsu with. It's really not one of those things you can self-train, like Dungeons and Dragons, where you pretend to move and then you react to it. You really have to have that organic feel 
of a of an opponent like pushing back and and resisting have a really live resisting opponent it's very difficult so it's different from say a lot of martial arts that you use utilize carters and then you get graded upon that do you have to go to external school for grading or is grading always been an internal school thing um so grading uh, it all depends on the school so you, there you don't have to go to an external school or external organization say um to get graded uh so you everyone who trains for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu will belong to a school. Uh, their school will obviously belong to, uh, you follow a, a lineage. Um, uh, so, so then you, you follow that lineage syllabus. Um, so what, what most people would do is uh, to get graded, uh, it's, it's different. Like you said, it's different, like say uh, cutters, uh, go to uh, an external uh, 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 external uh, organization, you perform your katas and then you get graded. It, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is, is not like that at all. The most common way of of um, uh, of great being graded in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is really your instructor. You, you have you, the school have its own syllabus, so you should know X, Y, and Z by this level. Um, your instructor is the one who will assess you. Uh, it's not like a one-day assessment. Your, your instructor will be assessing you every lesson. He'll be, he or she will be uh, watching you, how, watching how you perform in class, uh, how you perform in competition, um, uh, and, and just see how you, how you progress. Um, how can you do a technique under pressure as well? That's the main thing. You can learn all the techniques, but if you can't do it against a resisting opponent, you're not that level. So that's why your instructor will be your, um, he also assess you. And uh, is the stripe system different for every school or is that quite uniform as well? Because the belts are almost set in stone, right? The colours, but with earning stripes, is that based on individual strengths or, or is it different school to school? Yeah, so, so a stripe basically, uh, so some school basically um, keeps a stripe system. Um, yeah, so you have to achieve all four stripes on each belt before you reach the next, uh, the next level, the next belt. Uh, some school don't, uh, uh, doesn't necessarily mean you have to have all four stripes before you're promoted. There are some school which gives you some stripe just to show you you are progressing up to a certain point and maybe by the time it's an official grading day, end of the year or mid-year, um, and you you are on that level, they might just promote you to the next level, the next belt. Um, so it's so, more self-tracking, self-encouragement type. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So for um, young younger practitioners, you don't often see um, black belts on um, um, children's belts, uh, but, but you do in, in other martial arts. Is it that there, there is a rumor that goes around in the martial art community that Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is one of the harder ones to get a black belt? That you really have to give up a lot for the sport and you really have to put in so much work and, and kind of like practically get a lot of injuries. Like people give an arm and a leg to get to the black belt level. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's true or? Uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is, is one of the hardest martial arts to achieve a black belt. Um, I mean, like on average, it takes 10 years. Um, there are people who achieve a black belt um, 
like within five years. Uh, but those guys are serious competitors. They train two or three, three times a day, five or six days a week. Those are some serious guys who, who constantly train um, and they, they achieve it, um, like say within five years. Um, you, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you can't run away from, um, you can't hide from a belt. Basically, when you start rolling with someone, you know if they are that level or not. So if someone comes in one day, they're a blue belt, but then they pull on a black belt, people will know as soon as you spar with that person, they will know whether they are a real black belt or not. It's a scary situation. Have you ever had um, one of those run-ins or have you ever seen any of the clubs where someone's not the actual belt? Um, we, we had, um, in the early days, um, in my, my first gym, Oh, and Jiu-Jitsu wasn't popular. We we did have some guys who just come along, and so uh, <laughs> some of my instructors, some of the high-level ranks, they just leave the belt at the gym. Um, and when you have some newcomers come in, they they put on a gi, they haven't got a belt on, so they find the uh, the nearest belt <laughs> that's high. <laughs> and so, so I remember there was this one guy. He he put on my instructor's belt at the time. He he was a brown belt at the time. Uh, everyone else was like a white, uh, blue. But, but a brown belt would know, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it's exactly. not like a brown belt would. No, a brown belt is very far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so as soon as he put that on, we didn't know who he was. Um, and then as as soon as rolling start, everyone was gunning for that person and um, beating him left, right, and center. And then we realized, oh, he's a new, he's a new person. He doesn't know what jiu-jitsu is. He actually was trying out. But a brown fight. belt is not um, a pushover, though. So, so no, no. you wouldn't be able to push him around as a brown belt, really? If he was a real brown belt, then yeah, you won't be able to push him around. Oh, so he wasn't even a brown belt? No, no, he was a, he was a newcomer. He was a white belt. But oh, he no. just put on a gi and he just found the nearest belt that was the highest colour. And he just put on that belt. Oh, wow. So some people thought he was a brown belt because he was wearing a brown belt. So we all went for him, uh, inspiring. And then a white belt beating a brown belt. We knew he wasn't a brown belt. Then he said, oh, this is my first class. And I said, oh, okay. You shouldn't be putting on that brown belt. It's your first class. Uh, you, you get tested um, every class, every sparring session, every role you get tested straight away. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's why I said you can't hide from your belt. You, if you are that level, you'll be tested. You, you, people will know. So um, what, what are the biggest challenges, would you say, uh, in in your martial arts journey, going to your um, entry level of a black belt. Uh, my, so what was my biggest challenges? Challenges that you found. Um, I guess at near the beginning when jiu-jitsu wasn't popular, I was the only um, smallest guy there. So I I fight um, super feather back then. I was very light, and everyone else was like uh, middle middleweight, middle heavy. And that was lightest for them, uh, for the other lot. So I was always the smallest person. And physically, that was always a challenge for me in every class. You're always fighting against big guys, strong guys. Um, and it was just difficult, just the sheer physical um, uh, size. It was very difficult at the time. So that was the first one. Um, the size one difference. Is, Size difference, yes. Uh, the second one was my instructor also at the time, he was a uh, heavyweight. And when he showed me techniques, 
um, it works, obviously. It works for him because he's, he's ginormous. Um, but when I try to do it, I have to modify it just for my, my, my body size. Um, so that was the other challenge that I found. Just adapting a technique to work for your, your weight class or your physique. For, for my physique, for my body, body size, um, yeah, that's what I had to do a lot and evolve um, the techniques around, around uh, for me. Were there any technical challenges on the way where you found that if you move from one school to another school, their, their style is so different and the way they execute techniques are a little bit different or their preferences? Was that a challenge? Um, it, it wasn't too much of a challenge that way because uh, I, had, I had friends who train at other schools. So we, we often meet up and train together. Um, so I get to see what his style is like and he gets to see what my style was like. And um, it, in terms of jujitsu techniques, it, it, it was the same. It's just the way you execute it is different. And that's just the, the school style, different school style. Did you have any um, bad injuries then in, in training or in, in competition? Yeah, I had um, uh, quite a lot of injuries. I, I think anyone who do, who do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, if you've done it for a long time... This is what they're famous for, the lower back pains, <laughs> neck pains, ribcage. Yeah, you have a lot of um, injuries, not to scare anyone who's listening, but you will get an injury. Um, so my, my worst injuries was um, cracked ribs. I cracked my ribs twice. Um, one in competition and one in class. Um, I've broken my my foot, broke my Ooh. toe. I've um, I've torn a lot of my ligaments, my elbow ligaments, um, ligaments in my wrists. My finger been bent backwards, uh, um, uh, cranked necks. Uh, oh, what else? Eh. How did and, you crack the rib cage? Uh, oh, so the first one in competition was. Um, um i just the, the guy had his knee on my stomach and they put all his pressure on all his weight on and as i was escaping and i twist um that's when it just gave in and it just cracked that way um the second time i did it was in class again it was um someone who performed knee on belly um and as i again as i escape and i twist just trying to escape relieve the pressure it just cracked again Oh, from the first injury, from the yeah. first injury. Yeah, yeah. Ribs are very hard. It's very painful if you ever, if anyone ever cracked their ribs, and it's you're out for about two to three months. There's nothing you can do. And that's a very long time. Yeah, yeah. You can't move. You can't sit up straight. Or when you're walking, it takes. You have to walk like two or three steps and stop. It, you, you're out for a long time, and it's a lot of pain. It hurts to sneeze. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, the other thing about jujitsu is when you get when you get um, graded, you walk through this tunnel of uh, whips. What about uh, techniques? The number of techniques that you you, you on average need to know. No, or, or does that a... increase? You're yeah. going to learn everything altogether, isn't it? And it's just how good you are. Yeah, history. but also jujitsu always evolves. So there's always like a new technique each year. So for children entering this sport, and it's very popular sport for children now, uh, I know that they also start white, but they have a lot more stripes. So they have white, 
and then they have the gray white they have the solid gray they have the gray black they have yellow white solid yellow yellow black orange white and then have orange and then green uh, and then green black so i guess that the color variations that's demonstrated through stripes again yeah that's right um again each school has their own um uh, belt system for the kids uh, some 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 school don't go through the uh, the stripes uh, some some school just goes for the solid colors so white gray yellow orange black um so it depends on the school again it seems quite complicated to have um, uh, two two colors so guess that demonstrates a lot more levels and maybe that's for encouragement to get them uh, uh moving to the next level a bit more frequent because they i think kids also have some of them have a lot less patience. So, so having more levels in scope gives them a bit more target. Yeah, that's right. I, I believe it's just for encouragement. Um... So you can't get a black belt for a child uh, under 16. Then. Yeah, that's right. So uh, a kid's belt uh, goes from white to, to green. Green's the uh, highest for the kids. Um, and then after that, they move to uh, the adults' blue belt system. Um, a kid will have to be at least 16 years old to achieve um, a blue belt. Um, so yeah, uh, we don't in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. There's no black belt for kids. So so let's do the last point then. So mm. um, as part of the the nerdy nerdy kind of perspective on martial arts. So have you seen Grappler Baki? Yes, yes, I have. Yes. So if one is born as a male, at least once in his lifetime, he'll dream of becoming the strongest man alive. So did you become, did you dream of becoming a grappler at any, any point in your early stage of career? Um, no, I didn't, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I took up um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for fitness at the time, um, uh, I wanted to do something else uh, other than play football or go to the gym. And um, a classmate of mine just introduced me to um, jiu-jitsu and said, do I want to go to lesson? And then... You didn't think uh, of spinning? No, no. <laughs> um, I didn't know what Brazilian jiu-jitsu was at the time anyway. Um, and then I just turned up to class and just continue ever since. Oh, that's wonderful. Did, did you ever have um, any... Uh, uh, favorite anime uh growing up or oh, even now favorite anime um it'll always be um uh dragon ball z that's always my favorite and the best fight scene in dragon ball z of all time favorite fight scene of all time would be uh when goku uh, fought vegeta in the dragon ball z series oh, that goes a long way back yeah it's yeah. back over 30 years yeah, 1989, so 32 years. That's that's incredible. That's really going back. Uh, and th- any any more recent fight scenes that you like? Oh, the, m- the more recent one I like is watching um, Goku versus Jiren uh, uh, when Goku turned into um, Ultra Instinct. Yeah, that 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 was that was really recent. Uh, a lot lot less classic. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool.